Welcome to Revitalizing the Declining Church with Dr. Desmond Barrett, brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, a center that envisions to partner with churches and her leaders to strategize, strengthen, and discern the spirit of God's will for the local church. Welcome to episode 11 of Revitalizing the Declining Church. I want to talk to you today about three ways to grind it out for God. But before we get into our, our topic this week, I want to thank our sponsor, the Eastern Kentucky District, comprised of 57 churches led by District Superintendent Doug Wyatt. The district has discovered that even in her mountainous green paradise, covered with forests and dissected by streams, people still need Jesus. The Eastern Kentucky District's influence stretches from the areas east of the dividing line of the Interstate 75 in the Commonwealth of Kentucky to her southern border in the beautiful Cumberlands, along the Ohio River to the north and to the west side of the district where she joins the Appalachian Mountains. The Eastern Kentucky District of Churches is responding to the call to be kingdom people. Let me encourage you to um, thank our sponsor and uh, maybe you want to become a part of their district. There's a couple of open churches you may want to reach out to District Superintendent Doug Wyatt. I know you'll enjoy the Eastern Kentucky District. Today I want to talk to you about three ways to grind it out for God. You see, it had been a few weeks since I walked on the treadmill at the gym, and halfway through my walk last week, I felt tired. If I'm honest, I wanted to give up. I began watching the clock and dreading every minute of this uphill climb that I was on the treadmill. And doesn't it sound like the church today? You started the year with high hopes, only to find headwinds of a pandemic and then problems related to the effects of how the church and then the people reacted. So it got me thinking about serving in the established church during one of the most challenging seasons, I believe, in the life of the church. I'm hearing more and more pastors, more and more of my friends, wanting to give up or are walking away altogether from ministry. Maybe that's you today, listener. You might not see hope and find yourself in a season of discouragement. And I want you to listen to this podcast today as I talk about three ways to grind it out for God Because let me encourage you not to give up, but to grind it out for God. I get it, and I hope you do, that this season is sucking the spiritual and physical life out of your ministry. You may even feel you cannot win, and either way, stress levels are up, discouragement abounds, but I I want you to ask yourself this. Ask yourself, God, did you call me to give up? My friends, unless you are near the retirement age or you've lost your calling, I want to encourage you to grind it out. That means one service, one prayer, one teaching at a time because God is not done with your ministry yet. And so I want to give you three practical things how to grind it out for God. The first one is grind for a win. If you've lived in an industrial city for a time and and you've seen the the black clouds that hang over the landscape, you know, it blocks out the sun. Maybe you've even felt the soot against your skin. And as you breathe, you might have felt the heaviness in your lungs as you look in the adverse effects. You look at it. And these adverse effects came from the progress of what they call modern society. Now, look inside the four walls of your own local church. There can be soot of negative feelings, soot of bewilderment, soot of heaviness that blacks out any progress found. When discouragement takes hold in the leadership, maybe even in your leadership, 
It begins to choke out the positive effects of what is and what has been done in the church's life. Instead of embracing this darkness, I want you to embrace the sonship of Christ, the S-O-N of Christ. Look for wins. Look for wins that he has brought you about, brought about in, in your own ministry. Don't look at the negative. You might say, there are no wins, Desmond. Well, my friends, pastor, colleague, leader, there always are wins in the church's life. But sometimes you need a little reminder. Wins are examples of God's move in the life of the church. And sometimes these wins are, are, are even just basic things, such as making sure that the bulletin is printed weekly. But these wins can also be as large as someone coming to Christ when the gates of hell are stormed and somebody's won to Christ and saved. A win helps redirects the focus of the negative to the positive in the life of your established church. I want you to think about it this way. If you were capsized on a ship and a large wave hit the ship and then swept you into the water, what would you do? Would you say, oh, that's it, let me drown? Or would you begin to fight? I believe, and probably you deep down in your spirit would begin to fight. And you would immediately do two things. You would look for the shore or you would look for something to hold on to. So too, when trying to keep your head above the water in church life, you swim to things that can lift you up. So what are they? They're one positive comment, one service done well, one life radically changed. These are the basic things of when you're grinding it out for God looking for a win. And when you do these, it restores your spiritual confidence. The second point I want to talk to you today about grinding it out for God is this, grind for a new definition of success. What is the story that plays over and over in your head? Is it a story of lack, the story of loss, the, the story of what if, what if the people come back, what if we had more money, what if we had a better building? You know, if I'm honest, we've all played the story of what if. What if we had that newer building? What if we had more children? What if we had more teens? And you can play this what if game all you want, but it will not change your circumstances. So what will? Okay. What will change those circumstances? The simple answer, my friends, is God. But the long and the short of it is changing your definition of success. For far too long, the idea of success has been measured not by church health, not by spiritual growth, or not by even touch points in the community, but through numerical gains. And more importantly, how many bottoms were in those seats? If you're in the average church, you, you've lost about 25 to 35% of your people. Now, now I've talked to colleagues, and, and, and some of them have grown, and I, I say, God bless you, but you're an anomaly. That's not happening across the Big C Church. The church is on life support today, and we got to grind it out for God. And while counting people is going to be one way to, to measure growth, it does not measure the church's spiritual health. And far too many growing churches, and I put that in quotation marks, before the pandemic have shrunk significantly because the people counted as members were not truly invested in the church. Success, my friends, can, can be as small as having a greeter at the door. A Sunday school teacher show up and be willing to teach. 
or even that one bapt- person baptized. For the, and it's the first time in several years that you've had someone. To succeed, my friends, in God's eyes is to be ready to serve in the place God has called you. Maybe you need to rewind that and hear me say it again. To succeed in God's eyes is to be ready to serve in the place God has called you. It's to love people that may not even love you. To embrace this season of change, this season of challenge that you find yourself in. And then just to keep moving forward despite the challenges before your local church. The third thing is, is you got to grind for renewed passion. Uh, Man, do you hear it in my voice? I am passionate about this because I believe in you. I know what it feels like when that person comes up to you and says, I'm just not getting fed. What do you mean? What do you mean you're not getting fed, right? Have you been hit by that before? Or the person that just doesn't even say they're leaving the church and they just disappear. That ever happened to you? Or what about the the anonymous note? You ever get one of those? I mean, all of those situations have happened to me. And then you get up on Sunday morning and you have prepared your heart and you have prayed for the people and you look out and you go, God, where are they? That's why I'm passionate. Because I know what you're going through. I face that. But God has told me, grind it out. Grind it out. And so the third point is grind for a renewed passion. And when ministry begins to to get tough, as we're in right now, it can steal the joy of serving in that local church. And for the last 24 months, the church has been hammered by pandemic, politics, and personalities associated with a fractionalization of this world. For the longest time, the church was a haven of society's ills. Over time, the church retreated from the world and, you know, let's just be honest, Now the forces of darkness are pushing against the compound where the church hides each Wednesday and Sunday. Instead of retreating it even further, my friends, we got to fight. We got to fight in Jesus' name against these darkness and principalities that are coming against the church and coming against your leadership. And you got to look at it this way. What opportunity is there to reconnect with the world by becoming Christ to the community around the church? Regardless of where you are located, there are areas in your community that need you, that need your church, that need Christ-like disciples to invest in the hurting and the broken and the lost and the sick in your community. Man, I'm preaching today. I just, I just, I just feel it. I'm passionate about this. I don't want you to give up, Pastor. See, it can be done. It can be done, these community projects, such as basic things, such as like painting park benches or picking up trash or feeding the homeless. Wherever the need, God is already there waiting on his people to invest. The question you got to ask yourself, will you invest? Will your church invest? Will you become people who become truly the hands and feet of Jesus Christ? The passion you want or need to have only comes through a solid personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Christ has taught throughout his word, that means the Holy Bible, that means scripture, that he wants to use you, he wants to use your church, he wants to use your community to accomplish kingdom advancement. And he needs you, he needs your church to fully surrender. So will you be someone who leaves God's passion for your own? Or will you lead lead with renewed passion for the lost? Pastor, it starts with you. It starts with you praying. It starts with you reading his word. It starts with you listening 
to what he has to say. That means being quiet sometimes in your prayer. And it starts with you obeying his will for your life and the local church. There will be a day, I promise you, there will be a day when this season of hardship will pass. I'm looking forward to it. I pray you are too. Don't give up. But you will still, but you will, you will need to still be holding on to the sonship of Christ. And will you be holding on to the sonship of Christ? Only you know that answer. But I want to encourage you. Keep being your best. Keep doing your best. And then leave it all to God. Pastor, I don't know about you, but I'm passionate. I don't want you to give up. I'm not giving up. I'm grinding it out for God. Whatever the church, the Big C Church, my denomination, the Church of the Nazarene wants me to do, I'm willing to do it. I'm all in. I'm all in until Jesus calls me home. And so what are the three ways to grind it out for God? The first one is grind for a win. Look for a win. It could be small as somebody smiling to you. It could be small as somebody helping you pick up the trash around the church. It could be small as a bulletin being printed. Look for a win, right? The second thing is, is you got to grind for a new definition of success. Success is not butts in the seats. That, that's not no longer success. Success is going to be how many people have been discipled. How many people are you investing in? How many touch points are, are you reaching as a church in your community? That's success. And then the third thing is, is you got to grind for renewed passion. Be passionate. Man, I, I, I think you've heard it. I'm passionate because I love Jesus. I love you. I love our church. I don't want you to give up. Keep grinding it out for God and God's going to bless you. Thank you for joining me today on Revitalizing the Declining Church. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you be willing to share it with your colleague? How about on social media? Why don't you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss it the next time it comes out. From the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, this has been Dr. Desmond Barrett reminding you to stay prayed up and keep pressing forward. God is on your side.